What an absolutely thrilling week three. We're back. I'm here to give you all the talking points from this week. Let's dive into it once again. I'm Big Billy FF. This is the Week in Review, running down every single game from the Sunday slate and the first half of the Monday game. And we're going to dive in a little bit, give you some takeaways and some MVPs from each game. As always, the takeaways are talking points. The MVPs don't matter. Don't get mad at me on Twitter. First off, first game of the week, we're going to talk about the Falcons and Giants. Falcons absolutely squeaking one out. Takeaway number one, Cordero Patterson is legit. They drafted Kyle Pitts number four overall, and they're using Patterson above him. It's fun. Number two, Kenny Galladay is going to have every opportunity. Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard both went down. Kenny Galladay and Evan Ingram are going to be focused on. Takeaway number three, Saquon Barkley looked like himself again. I was skeptical last Thursday when he had that breakaway run that Chase Young kept up with him with. But he looked good this game. He looked fast. He looked elusive. He was more than happy to dive into the end zone. It was exciting. MVP of this game, Young Way Koo. Next up, the Browns versus the Bears. A very disappointing game for the Bears, especially in Justin Fields' debut. Takeaway number one, Matt Nagy should be fired. I've seen a few people on Twitter saying this wasn't his fault. I'm going to say it was. That's my call. You can complain to me later. Matt Nagy should be fired. Takeaway number two, Kareem Hunt will have his days. It's kind of like the the wide receiving room for the Seahawks. There's going to be Chubb games. There's going to be Hunt games. Today was a Hunt game. I think they can keep him up and keep this usage as his way, but I I don't think it's going to be every game. Takeaway number three, Nick Chubb is a man's man. That guy cannot be stopped. MVP of this game, Miles Garrett, four and a half sacks. Next game, the Colts versus the Titans. Takeaway number one, Pittman is the alpha for Indy. I don't know who else they're going to throw the ball to. Paris Campbell looks atrocious. Mike Strachan doesn't matter. Kylan Granson doesn't exist. Takeaway number two, Derrick Henry is the outlier. We just have to admit it at this point. Unless he gets injured, he's not slowing down. He is too hard to continuously tackle over the course of a game. Takeaway number three, the old Ryan Tannehill is still in there. We saw flashes of him. This is not indicative. The last two weeks have not been indicative of what he's going to play like for the rest of this week or this season. MVP of this game, Derrick Henry, as always. Next up, the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Cardinals. Jaguars continuing to look rough. Takeaway number one, Kyler is going to produce no matter what. That's the situation there, and Kyler is absolutely capable of producing as a passer without his top wide receiver and DeAndre Hopkins producing at his peak. Take round number two, if Chase Edmonds stops catching the ball, he's not worth it in fantasy. He has been bolstered by his PPR value. If that gets taken away and they start using him as a grinder and passing the ball down to the field, Chase Edmonds does not matter. Takeaway number three, Marvin Jones is the real deal in redraft. He's going to be a value this year. Lawrence loves relying on him. Seems like he's just taken over DJ Chark's role. He is what we hope Chark was the last couple of years. MVP of this game, the ghost that possessed AJ Green's body, because what the hell happened? Next up, the Saints versus the Patriots. Takeaway number one, the Saints are weird. Really weird. After blowing out the Packers and getting eaten by the Panthers, they come back and look like an amazing football team this week against a staunch Patriots defense. Takeaway number two, the Jacoby Myers is a flex. That's the point. Like, he's going to be involved in that offense. He's what they hoped Nikhil Harry was, and he was way, way cheaper than Nikhil Harry. Takeaway number three, Mac Jones is decent, but he doesn't seem like a difference maker. I've yet to see something in his game 
that sets him apart from any other top 15 quarterback in the league. MVP of this game, Marshawn Lattimore with a big defensive display. Next up, the Charger versus the Chief. Probably the most fun game on this schedule. Uh, takeaway number one, Mike Williams is valid. That what, what they were saying he was going to be, he is. I don't think they're going to be in these shootouts. They're going to bolster his value any given week. But boy, oh boy, does Mike Williams seem like the guy. Takeaway number two, Austin Eckler is right back where he left off two years ago and is a locked and loaded RB1. Nothing else to say. Next, Clyde can succeed in good matchups, but he doesn't seem like he's going to be the reason the Chiefs win the game. They're going to rely on Mahomes, and Mahomes just doesn't seem to want to dump it off to him. MVP of this game, give me Justin Herbert. He's looked really good the first couple weeks, and this week he just started throwing touchdowns, and his fantasy value reflects it. Next up, the Bengals versus the Steelers. Big Ben is D-U-N done. Ooh, Loba. The, the gods were angry about that. I hope that picked up on the mic. Uh, yeah, Big Ben is gone. He's absolutely trash. Um, takeaway number two, Burrow looked dangerously efficient. This is the first game where I felt like Joe, Joe Burrow was really back, which is exciting. Next up, Jamar Chase could be a wide receiver one in year one. Keep an eye out for that. I think that's a very, very possible outcome. MVP of this game, give me a depleted Steelers wide receiving core. Next up, the Ravens versus the Lions. Lions have been really – takeaway number one, the Lions have been really impressive for being 0-3. They look good against the 49ers. They look good against the Ravens this week. They look good in the first half against the Packers. Like, they've played some stout competition the first couple weeks. I like Dan Campbell. Uh, takeaway number two, for this year at least, they are going to rely on DeAndre Swift. It's hard to say what they're going to do once they have a built-up wide receiving core, but this year it is Swift and Swift alone. Number three, Hollywood Brown is still good, but boy, does he need to catch the damn ball. MVP of this game, give me no one but Lamar getting more than seven touches. Next up, the Broncos versus the Jets. Takeaway number one, Zach Wilson has no help. The I know his stat lines look bad. They look really bad, but his wide receivers need to catch the flipping ball because it is gross out there. Number two, the Broncos are good, but not 3-0 and good. I think we need to... I think we need to meet our expectations because the teams they've beaten are all 0-3. Next up, Tim Patrick needs to be added. He is valuable, and so long as Judy's gone, he's going to be an important part of that offense, especially with Hamler out with an ACL. MVP of this game, give me Melvin Corn. Just continuing to just be enough. That's all you have to do, Melvin, and you're doing a great job. Next up, the Dolphins versus the Raiders. Takeaway number one, Derek Carr continues to be underrated. I think I'm ready to say that if you all – Every quarterback in the league on the same team, all else equal. Derek Carr is probably top 12, top 15. Like that, that's what you got to look at for him. Next up, there is a lot of cooks in this Raiders wide receiver room. And Renfro may be the largest benefactor. Ruggs is going to pull players, and Edwards is he's Edwards. But I mean, Renfro could just be a target hog this year, and that could benefit him a lot. Takeaway number three, Jalen Waddell is going to get fed. We saw it this game. They want to use him. They want to get him the ball and see if he can make some good plays downfield. He just didn't do it so far in this game. MVP of this game, give me Derek freaking Carr. Washington football team versus the Bills. Bills absolutely continuing their stomp fest that they've had so far this year. Number one, Logan Thomas is just going to do his thing all year. We saw last year. He ended as a tight end seven. I think he's probably going to be around that range again. 
Number two, Terry isn't bust-proof with his workload. He got targeted a lot, but if it weren't for a couple big plays, you would have been really disappointed that you played Terry this week. Finally, Josh Allen is freaking back. MVP of this game, put it on his name. Josh Allen is the dog. Next up, Bucks versus the Rams. Uh, I'm worried about the Rams. Rams look like the clear Super Bowl favorite right now. They are absolutely monstrous. It felt unfair watching this game. I mean, takeaway number two, Stafford is a strong MVP candidate in this case. Like, how, how can he not be? Takeaway number three, Giovanni Bernard is basically a wide receiver. They're running the ball with Fournette and Jones. Giovanni Bernard's role is going to be a wide receiver. MVP of this game, give me Deshaun Jackson, averaging 40 yards per catch. Next up, the Seahawks versus the Vikings. Takeaway number one, this week was a Metcalf game. We've said it previously, we're going to have Metcalf, we're going to have Lockett games. This week was a Metcalf game. What can you do? Number two, the Vikings passing game is going to be scary with how efficient they have to be with their defense. I said this last week, the Vikings look like the Falcons from the last two or two, three years. Like, they look bad on defense. And, I mean, you could be grateful that they held Seattle to 17 points in this one, but it it does not look like the Vikings are going to be able to snap, stop a nosebleed this season. Like, I, I would be prepared to start just about any – Vikings wide receiver, not named Ola B.C. Johnson moving forward. Number three, people who faded Justin Jefferson are stupid and they should feel stupid. He is the man. And as soon as he starts catching touchdowns, when Adam Thielen's legs eventually stop working, because apparently they never will, he's going to be just amazing. MVP of this game, give me Tyler Conklin because it's fun and this award doesn't matter. Next up, the Packers versus the 49ers. My boys, the Packers, pulling out a fun one in primetime. Takeaway number one, the Packers are just fine. Their defense and offensive line looked really good in this, holding back Bosa. Alan Lazard alone had a stout block on Bosa. But I I think we need to take week one with a grain of salt. I think if week one happened in week six, we wouldn't worry about it. Takeaway number two, Ayuk is working himself back into the good graces of Shanahan. But I think it's going to be gradual. Kittle and Debo still look like the dominating pair in this offense. But I think Ayuk is going to – he's going to slowly start climbing his way back. Next up, Devontae Adams is that dude. Nothing else is important. Devontae Adams is an animal. MVP of this game, give me Kyle Juszczyk for leaving 37 seconds on the clock. Too much time, baby. Too much time. And the final game of the week currently underway, the Cowboys versus the Eagles. Takeaway number one, the Eagles are going to throw the ball because holy hell. I mean, currently, let me pull up the stats while I'm here because I'm doing this live during the game. Uh, the Eagles are down by 20 points, and uh, Miles Sanders has two carries. I don't even I don't even have a joke for that one. That's... Uh, they they need they're going to throw the ball. Takeaway number two: the Cowboys' backfield is a near perfect RBBC running back by committee. At this case, Ezekiel Elliott has twelve carries. Tony Pollard has ten. Z- Zeke has looked better in this game. I mean, the Eagles have been notorious for stopping the run, but not too exciting pre- lately. 
But I mean, they they look. He looks kinda okay. Like so long as he gets the workload, he'll be viable. Number three, Micah Parsons was a great draft pick for the Cowboys. I know there was jokes about them going out and signing whatever wide receiver fell to them and just continuing to stack that core. But I mean, Micah Parsons, man, what what good value in a strong offensive draft class. MVP of this game, give me the Cowboys defense. And that'll do it. I really enjoyed doing this one this week. This was a this was a fun show. I hope you guys continue to tune in. Thank you again for listening to my week three in review. Make sure to check out the Full Tilt Podcast Network. Check out everyone on Twitter. Jacob at underscore FF underscore RTDB. Thomas, Thomas Tipple FF. Tom Lee. Matty B, whenever he starts, you know, getting on some of these shows because we know he eventually will. Matty, if you're listening, I know I, I know you will. And with that, we're, we're going to wrap up this show, guys. Make sure you tune in next week for week four and review. And, uh, yeah, I've been your host, Big Billy FF. Check me on Twitter. I'll talk to you later. Be good people.